This is District Sentinel Radio, the newscast of record for the left. I'm Sam Sachs. I'm Sam Knight. We are broadcasting out of the Citizen Capital Studios in Washington, D.C. Check out the website, districtsentinel.com. Joined in studio by Laika the Space Dog, sitting in between the two Sams. Hello to our viewers on Patreon who can actually see Laika, unlike all of you who are just listening to us. I don't know if they can see Laika anymore because she 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 is is in a prone position. (laughs) She'll sit up at some point, I'm sure. We got World Cup Day, the first first match in the month-long tournament here. I would say no real surprises, but I am pretty surprised that Russia managed to score five. Yeah, that was a pretty impressive showing for a team that hasn't won in its like last seven matches. It's also flag day today. And just uh, I want our listeners to know that according to the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission, there were 1,300 emergency room visits in 2017 involving the flag or flagpoles. So this is this is dangerous, folks. Seven people died, including someone who was wearing the flag as a cape while riding on a dirt bike and asphyxiated themselves. So be careful on this flag day. How many people have been killed by the North Korean flag, huh? Maybe maybe the US flag shouldn't be so close to the North Korean flag for that reason. The uh, U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission coming pretty close to that Onion headline there where it was, what, U.S. flag recalled for killing 300 million people or something? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So have a safe flag day out there, people. When is dirt bike day? That's what I want to (laughs) know. As I said on Twitter, burn the flag before it burns you. I see the Washington Capitals milkshake ducked already. Again. Again. (laughs) This was not a surprise. Uh, but most players on the team uh, down to go to the White House to see Trump for winning after winning the cup. So Ovi is going to go. I, it's it's not a surprise. It's not a surprise. You had the restaurant thing. Um, you had Ovi retweeting Trump, saying that Ovi was good. Yeah. Ovi is, you know, whatever. Hockey players aren't known for having good or deep politics. So. Whatever. We got DSP, though, not not going to the White House. So that's that's what's up. Still hoping and maybe some other players will join them. It's Thursday. We're going to get to the newscast here in just a second. But this is when you can get your garbage candidate nominees in if you're a subscriber on our Patreon. We've got a couple of usual suspects who've already been nominated here, like Elon Musk and the Supreme Court. A couple newbies here in uh, thrown into nomination, like Larry Kudlow. Nominated for not dying for what he believes in, which is, I guess, flipping out over Canada. (laughs) Of course, you just have to subscribe, throw us a few bucks every month on Patreon to be able to take part in the garbage can proceedings. Five bucks a month, you get access to a whole bunch of stuff. The zine comes out on Friday, tomorrow. So does the Sentinel cast, which you get access to. Also, you get your own poem read on the air, which we're about to do right now.
This one is for Andrew. Kick or head the ball. Both are allowed in this game, but no damn handies. Thank you, Andrew. Although you did forget the goalkeeper. Unless you're the goalkeeper. Didn't fit. (laughs) Moving on. This is for Colin. Early summer blues. Staying outside all damn day. Forgot the sunscreen. Thank you, Colin. This one is for Kevin. On a golf course, no one can hear you scream because it's not allowed. Duh. Thank you, Kevin. This is for Kyle. Bananas go bad. It's time for banana bread. Never mind. Chuck it. Thank you, Kyle. Very relatable uh, poem by me. Yeah. You're, you're a little banana boy. You bring them over all the time. <laughs> Finally, this is for Adam. Stated in four words, comprised of five syllables, Adam versus the man. Thank you, Adam. Yes, thank you, Adam. And thank you to all the new subscribers on our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash district sentinel. It's Thursday, June 14th, 2018. Here's the news. The President of the United States and his family are being sued by the New York Attorney General. Documents released today by Attorney General Barbara Underwood reveal extensive wrongdoing by Trump's charity group, known, of course, as the Donald J. Trump Foundation, Underwood stated, quote, as our investigation reveals, the Trump Foundation was little more than a checkbook for payments from Mr. Trump or his business or his businesses to nonprofits, regardless of their purpose or legality. That included using donations made to his charity to then pay off legal debts, promote personal businesses, buy personal items and fund his 2016 presidential campaign. Now, there are even emails from Trump's campaign manager at the time, Corey Lewandowski, to the Trump Foundation directing where funds should be transferred. New York Attorney General's office is seeking to do a number of things. Unfortunately, none of them involve throwing a Trump, any Trump, really, at this point, in jail. The shit... <laughs> the <laughs> the IG does, though... <laughs> I'm not sure why I have shit written in the script. I yet. think you meant to write suit. Yes, the I suit. D- <laughs> the suit does seek to dissolve the Trump Foundation. Just get rid of it. Also collect $2.8 million in restitution. And the attorney general wants to bar the president from running any New York charity group for up to 10 years. Just keep Trump away from all charities for 10 years and bar his kids from running a charity for one year. The AG's office has also referred the matter to the IRS and the Federal Elections Commission for further probing. I saw some weenie on Twitter. Uh, I can't remember his name, unfortunately, or fortunately, however you want to look at it, who said, uh, well, Trump is from New York and presidential libraries are usually <laughs> are usually in the president's home state. So I guess New York doesn't want the Trump presidential library. <laughs> like, why would you want that shit? I could see Andrew Cuomo wanting it. Today, one of President Trump's top financial regulators testified on Capitol Hill 
Joseph Auding, comptroller of the currency, appeared before the Senate Banking Committee. Auding was hammered by Democrats for clumsy remarks he had made yesterday on racial discrimination. Quote, I have personally never observed it, but many of my friends from the inner city across America will tell me that it is evident today. Nice one, Michael Scott. There was also an interesting exchange when Auding was grilled by Sherrod Brown about Auding's ethics practices. Take a listen. It's a bit of a long clip, and the first voice belongs to Brown. Your OGE filings show that you purchased hundreds of shares in financial companies, including shares of a company the OCC supervises after your nomination was announced, but before you took office. You then, my understanding, and tell us if we're wrong, claimed the right to avoid an immediate tax hit on gains from the sale of those shares, meaning you loaded up on stocks, financial stocks, which are the ones we're most interested in, before your confirmation, and then uh, you deferred taxes on your purchases, uh, even if that's not illegal, and I don't know that there's ever been any I'm not saying there's been any prosecutorial action aimed at you, but even if it's permissible, why is it advisable to buy financial stocks after you're nominated for this position? Wouldn't it make more sense to tell your broker to stop purchases of financial stocks once you were under consideration for one most powerful bank regulating jobs in the country? Um, first of all, uh, I was in constant communication with the Treasury Department, Ethics Department, uh, through this entire process. No one had ever, in, at any point in time, told me that was improper or illegal. Second of all, I would tell you that all of my proceeds were third-party managed. I had no input, no decisions, no involvement in any of those decisions. What I would tell you is at the point in time that I was uh, uh, sworn in, you know, all of that activity was stopped. It's kind of weird that the activity, uh, he knows the activity should stop as soon as he's sworn in, but it's evidently perfectly fine for nominees to have their brokers trade stocks on their behalf in industries they've been selected to regulate. Extremely good. The silver lining to this, as Reuters uh, reported earlier this year, Otting had two months on the job where he wasn't fully in charge because of his stock holdings. As noted earlier in this segment, Otting also made news yesterday for his awkward comments on racism, and he also made additional news when the, when the OCC revealed findings of an industry-wide investigation that was launched after the Wells Fargo phony account scandal. Otting claimed the probe turned up no systemic phony accounts problem, yet the comptroller also said he issued notices to almost 250 banks, warning them of compliance issues on their account opening practices. The OCC did not publicly name the banks that received these warnings. The man overseeing U.S. reconstruction efforts in Afghanistan reported disastrous results when it comes to counter-narcotics in the country. John Sopko, the Special Inspector General for Afghanistan Reconstruction, a.k.a. SIGAR, gave a presentation at the New America Foundation in Washington on Thursday and ran through the numbers from SIGAR's new report. And here they are. The U.S. spent more than $8.5 billion on counter-narcotics in Afghanistan between 2002 and 2017. The results of that $8.5 billion spent? None. No results. And unless the goal was to encourage more opium production. That's because between 2016 and 2017, opium cultivation has gone up, 20, has gone up 63%. More land than ever before is now cultivating opium in Afghanistan which is capable of producing 900 tons of heroin annually. 2017 opium output was up 
to $6.6 billion, almost a third of Afghanistan's GDP. This money is also fueling the insurgency in that country. Sopko stated that no counter-drug program undertaken by the United States, its coalition partners, or the Afghan government resulted in lasting reductions in poppy cultivation or opium production. He also noted that one reason why is, quote, counter-narcotics efforts were not a consistent priority at the most senior levels of the U.S. or Afghan government. Well, that's probably... That's probably the reason right there. They didn't seem to give a shit. I'm going to be digging deeper into this issue if you want to read more about it in this week's zine. Ajit Pai is set to do yet more favors for Sinclair Broadcasting. The FCC chair has already changed major rules and moves that seem designed to ease Sinclair's planned $4 billion merger with Tribune Media. Pai's conduct on the matter has sparked allegations of favoritism and an ongoing inspector general investigation. Now Pi is set to relax more regulations to benefit Sinclair, at least ostensibly, this time the 39% station ownership cap that the behemoth is set to smash, that is, only if the Tribune acquisition holds up. According to Bloomberg, Pi is planning on holding a vote on the cap next month ahead of a key court case. The D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals is scheduled to hear litigation that could either confirm or strike down the 39% ownership limits. Whether or not this will work, markets seem to think it will. Sinclair's stock was up by 3% today, about 30 minutes before the trading day was over. Not that it will matter. I really hope the Inspector General adds this to the Ajit Pai shit list. Yeah, yeah, Ajit Pai racking up a shit list on par with Scott Pruitt. Actually, not no, really. No, Scott no, Pruitt no. is just <laughs> way beyond anything anyone can imagine uh, at this point. All right, that's going to do it for the newscast on this Thursday. Got some comments here in the YouTube. People asking us to mic up Leica. The snorts, the snorts would be distracting if we mic'd up Leica. If you, you if you listen carefully, you can probably hear the snorts in the background. They're pretty con- constant. Luke says sorry. Uh, he had to uh, happy hour at work. He missed the talk. He didn't miss it. He's here. You caught the tail end. It's okay, Luke. We're here. All right, let's check out the uh, listener rant line here before we go. Hey, I'm just calling to express my support and solidarity with Dude Slater on his Takashi 69 news updates. The guy's just a ridiculous rainbow train wreck that I honestly can't hear enough about. And as someone who was in attendance at the Hot 97 Summer Jam concert this past weekend, I was pretty bummed when I found out later that 69 had actually tried to sneak in with uh, copious foundation over his many uh, 69 face tats. Just thought of being able to see that instead of watching Lil Wayne forget the lyrics to his own songs. Disappointment doesn't even begin to cover it. Anyway, I'm looking forward to hearing Deuce Slater's take on how 69 just took Chief Keith's baby mama on a Gucci shopping spree in New York. Uh, I'll take my answer off the air. <laughs> I have a feeling our show is slowly going to be taken over by Dude Slater and talk of Takashi 69. And uh, I'm not sure if I have a problem with that in the end. Absolutely not. Hey, Sam. Hey, Sam. Hey, Harper. This is Roy from Seattle, a uh, long time, first time. And I just wanted to give your listeners a little uh, lesson. A hypothesis is a suggested ex- explanation. A theory is proven. Uh, also, I'm a Flyers fan, so we are looking for any suggest- suggestions for sacrifices for next year. Thank you. Hmm. Hmm. 
sacrifices. Uh, at risk of getting a call from the FBI, I will not offer any suggestions, actually. Good idea. Hello. Uh, bonjour. My name is Jacques. I am a French chef in the Washington, D.C. metro area, and I'm calling because Sam Knight is a, a pig um, who does does not understand um, restaurants and um, something about uh, Prop 77. Um, anyway, hit me up on Twitter. I'm the real Jacques Chef. And uh, thanks. I'm French as hell. I hope that uh, French as hell chef isn't also trying to poison you, Sam Knight. Oh yeah, that was uh, for the Patreon subscribers at Ooh. the at the beginning. Ooh, well, uh, we'll we'll leave that we'll leave that to them. That's a reason why you should subscribe. There's all these uh, new new inside jokes. You can That's also not really funny though. You can check my Twitter after the uh, after you listen. I'm <laughs> yeah. sure the post will be up. All right, one last caller. Hey, Sam. Hi, Sam. It's your buddy, George Authority. Hey, guys. Hey, check this out. Uh, you guys know Jonathan Capehart? Hey, check this out. Jonathan Crapfart. <laughs> Thank you. Owned completely. Didn't you have something similar? <laughs> Didn't you have a similar? Uh, yes, I did. Uh, Jonathan Cakefart. <laughs> I like that one. I like that one too. If you have any other uh, Jonathan uh, Capehart jokes, Cape Fart, Great Fart, Cake Fart, call the rant line 202-684-6108. Sponsors of the show include the Congressional Dish podcast hosted by Jen Briney. Find it at congressionaldish.com. Other sponsors, levelnews.org and Citizen Capital. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Tune in by searching for District Sentinel Radio. Give us a review. Give us a rating. Tell your friends to listen. You can watch this show by subscribing to our Patreon, patreon.com slash District Sentinel. The newscast returns next week. The Sentinel cast is out tomorrow for our Patreon subscribers. Also, the zine drops tomorrow night. We'll stay here in D.C. with Like of the Dog, who's falling asleep here. So you don't have to be. <laughs> <laughs>